Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod here with you, Tobin and Solana, continuing our recap of Dolphins Raiders the second preseason game that was not a dress rehearsal. It was more like a, hey, little cameo for everybody. And then uh, we got back to the backups, except for Mike Gusecki. Now, I didn't, for whatever reason, Solana, I didn't notice this as much the last game, but apparently he had a lot of snaps in the last preseason game too. But I felt like it was more noticeable yesterday because you did have first teamers out there. Mm-hmm. And I was texting with my buddies yesterday. I was texting with uh, our boy, Robbie the Degenerate and Leroy Horde. And I'm like, and why is Kaseki still out there? That's kind of weird because I'm like even looking at the line. I'm like, I don't see the starting line out there. I don't see any starting receivers. Teddy Bridgewater's out there. And there's old number 88, Mike Kaseki. He's still out there uh, just getting a lot of run in this preseason game. Uh, his strange summer continues because he is franchise tagged. He did not have any negotiations. Uh, we have talked about what his uh, role is with this team and how – the tight end means a lot to uh, to a Mike McDaniel offense, but for him to be out there in the in the first uh, for the entire first half, while all the other starters and and key players for this team and the notable players for this team are sitting down, uh, it was very noticeable and it was still a very very uneven game for him. You know how we are all we're, we're all very happy with Mike McDaniel. Everybody's seems to be pleased with with what he's brought, and you know Tyreek loves him, Tua loves him. Everybody loves Mike McDaniel. Well, there's one guy that doesn't. It's Mike Kosicki. Like, yes. this guy must be – Mike Kosicki must be so over uh, uh, McDaniel. Um, I, I was shocked to see him out there even in the third and fourth. I know there's questions about the blocking. We talked about it. The blocking scheme and and can he fit in Mike McDaniel's offense. I thought by going to him on the very first play last last week in the first preseason game, Skylar Thompson, bootleg, Mike Kosicki found him – and like that, I thought that was McDaniel not only telling us, but telling Mike Kosicki, hey, we're, we're going to figure this out. That's what I thought. I don't know anymore, Tobin. Like, I really don't know. I kind of overlooked the whole, can Mike Kosicki block? Is that going to be an issue? I chalked it up as this guy can make plays. Him and Tua have chemistry. We've seen it. We saw it in Arizona. Like, they're, they're good. You know, I don't know if that's the case anymore. I really yeah. don't, Tobin. He's got a couple of interesting quotes after the game because uh, he was asked how much has been an adjustment learning this offense. He says, it's definitely been a whole different offense, a whole different scheme. I'm learning a new position, basically. So it's been good. It's been exciting. I think that there's been a lot of progress, but obviously a lot more to go. Um, looking forward to continuing to attack it. And then he was asked about what did you make of playing so much? And he says, I need it. I need all the reps I can get. 
I mean, I played receiver last year. I played receiver the last three or four years. I'm playing tight end now. And any reps I can get live out there blocking, putting my hands on another guy, going out there, working hard and blocking, honestly, just working on my footwork and hand placement, all that kind of stuff, any reps that I can get, I can use it. So that's a, that's a pretty wild admission from the guy who you're paying a lot of money to, who is, you know, I think a lot of fans wanted him to, but he's a popular player. I feel like a lot of fans did want Mike Gusecki to get extended here, but that almost feels like something that has been told to him. Like you, yeah, you're not a tight end. You've been playing receiver. You've been right. playing in a fantasy land the last couple of years and we need more out of you. And I don't know, man, like you said, this is uh this is going to be an interesting thing because you were talking about a coach who dealt with a guy in George Kittle, who was the complete package. And that's a very high standard that he's seeing. And they're trying to speak into exists like, a guy like Tyreek Hill, who's the ultimate Dolphins hype man, he was talking about this, I think it was last week, where he's like, oh, he's going to be my best friend. He's going to be my Travis Kelsey. He's going to be there with me every step of the way. Um, but, yeah, this doesn't look like it's been the easiest transition for Mike. Somebody pointed out this week on, uh, on social media, which was a I, – I wish I could give credit to it, but, I, but like he has not gotten the orange jersey. Durham Smythe – I think multiple orange jerseys for Durham Smythe. That might be – maybe at least one. He's got at yeah. least one. And so – yeah, Gasecki's in this strange spot, man. I, I don't know what to make of it, and he looks a little bit – it does look like it's messing with him because, like, that no, that one drop that he had with Tua yesterday hit him right in the numbers. Yeah, there were two guys there, but, like, come on. that We know by Gasecki, he's sure-handed. He didn't even do, look back at the ball. Like, he no. wasn't even expecting the throw to be there. Hit him right in the chest. I don't know, man. This is uh, this is one of those where I'm, I'm looking at where – this coach expects him to be where, you know, he has been now for the, the start of his career. I don't know if this ends up with him getting traded. I, I know that that's a little bit tough with him having the franchise tag, Yeah, but this doesn't certainly feel like a marriage right now. It doesn't feel like a marriage that's going to last past this year. This, this is one where, you know, I get it. You don't want him to just walk because right. He's going to get, you know, picked up by the Patriots. He's going to get picked up by the jets and he's hauling in touchdowns, and you regret it. Like, I, I get not wanting to let Mike Gusecki just go for nothing, um, but it is interesting that you spend that kind of money on him to keep him around for a year, and you didn't quite know if he was going to have the perfect marriage with this coach or get on the same page with this coach. Now, look, it, still plenty of time. I mean, we still got a couple of weeks before the season hits, but I don't know. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like... Um, I don't know if that light bulb's gone on for Mike yet. Yeah, yeah. And those quotes are interesting. I hadn't even heard that. Those quotes were, were, were really interesting because you're right. It does sound like somebody sat with him and said, hey, this is not last year. This is not you, you know, lining up in the slot or or just totally avoiding having to block anybody and, and you know, run these routes. Like, this is not what you're going to be doing this year. And I guess he's he's realizing it, though, right? Like, he's realizing I need reps I saw somebody say he's the worst blocking tight end in the NFL. I don't know who that was. One of the beat writers said that. Probably Omar Kelly because he uh, – or former beat writer, I should former say. Former beat but, writer. Um, I, I don't know if that's the case. I, I wouldn't be so dramatic with it. But, I mean, you saw it last night, Tobin. He he really does need reps. Well, the he, thing he that's, really does. And that's the thing that's crazy about it with him, though, right, dude? Is like, I, And I've asked, I've asked my co-host Leroy about this um, because, you know, Leroy is a very physical player. And he's not the biggest guy in the world. You know, he's like, he's, but he's not small either. Um, 
because Mike Gusecki's kind of a physical freak. Like he's six, six, he's a behemoth. Like I don't really understand why Mike Gusecki is a terrible blocker. It feels to me like he physically stands up there with all of these other guys, the Kittles, the Kelsey's, the Gronks. Like there's no reason he can't physically yeah. get to those levels. Um, you know, maybe he's a little leaner and, and a little bit more of a jumper than those guys are, but it's not like he doesn't have the tools. And I think, you know, what it's been told to me is like, you either have it in you or you don't. And I don't know if this is something that Mike is ever going to grasp because I don't know if he ever is a part of the game. Like, look, it's not crazy to think that he would have tried to pull a Jimmy Graham, like in these negotiations where he would have wanted to be called a wide receiver because obviously they make a lot more money than tight ends do. And maybe that is his future. I don't know. Maybe he leaves out of here and it's just like, I, that happened. Who the hell that happened with that happened with, uh, I don't know. It might've happened in the other direction, but I remember Ernest Wilford, that being a thing where he was on the Jaguars and then he came to the dolphins and then like, he stunk up the joint you know, genius parcel signing, by the way, <laughs> before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And then, uh, and then I think they tried him at tight end. Who else did they, didn't they did this with? Uh, I believe Kelvin Benjamin too. Remember Kelvin Benjamin wow. couldn't stop putting on weight. Yeah, the former uh, the former Seminole receiver with the Panthers, and he's kind of a fatty, and he couldn't stop. Uh, and so, like they're like, ah, we'll just try him at tight end. But you don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, he would just be a receiver. Like this is this offense is relying upon a lot of it. We talked about the concerns of the the run game, and you know, like this dude, this coach loves fullbacks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's two Full, of them. fullbacks two of them right now on the roster. How many? I, how, how many teams in the NFL in 2022 have two fullbacks on the roster? I, dude, I didn't even know there were two fullbacks left in the league. Like, I thought it died with Usaka <laughs> Polite. I didn't know this was still rocking around the league. And so, if he's got fullbacks, dude loves him some blocking. And you yeah. better block your ass off. And it doesn't feel like uh, that's the case. Uh, McDaniel, after the game, said on Gusecki. And this is... <laughs> I heard this and I was like, wait, what? He said... He was in position to have a pretty good game. You can ask him. He was frustrated because he had a couple of options. We rely on him. We went to him, and he had a pretty good uh, couple of good opportunities, and he wasn't able to come up with the play. So he needs to continue to do what he was doing. It sounds like he doesn't need to continue to do what he was doing. It sounds like he needed to do better, uh, which is completely committing in the run and pass game. He had a couple plays on the ball away from having a really good game. And he'll feel really good about it. He knows that. I know that. And that's one of the reasons why he stayed in the game because he was frustrated. And as a competitor, he knew that he could make those plays that he didn't. And it's nothing out of the ordinary. It's nothing far from exactly about what he's been doing. Uh, he just needs to continue to be diligent and not get frustrated. Wow. Almost wow. had a good hey, you almost had a good game. Had a boy, Mikey. Almost. Like, in position. Really. You were in position to have a good game. In yeah, position. You were in position. <laughs> hey, listen. You were listen, he, we saw that guy run right past you with the safety. Uh he was there. You know, the yeah. ball did the ball hit him right in the chest? Yes, it did. Maybe he was in position. Maybe. He was in position. He was gonna get lit up on that play. He was gonna way. get you know what? He was gonna get lit up. That's fair. But 
make the catch, dude. Like, you know, like that's if you're making ten million dollars, it's and you're you're the size that he is, like you're expected to make those tough catches. Yeah. And instead, like maybe it was a business decision because it was preseason. But I would say if you're out there playing with Bridgewater, you should probably try and make the tough catches. So this this coaching staff, which seems like it is questioning your physicality, uh, you make the catch. It was uh, it was Tua though, wasn't it? Wasn't that, no, no, that play was Tua. Yes, that, that play, play was Tua. Tua what, I'm, right. what I'm saying is, if you're out there with Bridgewater, like afterward, like if you're still playing with Bridgewater, here's a rule: if you're out there still playing with Bridgewater, you got something to prove. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, and and it's probably the biggest surprise of all of training camp, right? All preseason is that man, Mike Kosicki. On the chopping block with with Mike McDaniel, I mean, I mean obviously, they obviously, yeah, they obviously can't cut him because of his money. Maybe that wasn't the right the right phrase, but, but just, no, I just one of saying. these guys, one of these guys, like you mentioned, like long term. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a question because if the coach doesn't really feel like he can fulfill all the responsibilities, like is there a way? Is there another guy franchise tagged like that's in the same realm that they could go and say? You want to do a little swap skis yep. and like there could be somebody kind of better position there because I'll be honest, like Hunter, Hunter Smith had a nice little uh, break of attack. Yesterday. It was good to see him. Tanner Connors kind of been lighting it up in camp. Yeah. So if they, it, it yeah, I, I, I don't want to do the Skylar Thompson thing with Tanner Connor. Cause I don't want to like over, over react. Value, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to overvalue camp seen, and all that. Cause yeah, yeah. we've seen, we've seen Gusecki do it in the regular season. But he hasn't been an elite player. Like, he is a good player. He's a flawed player. And I think that these dreams of him being an elite tight end are still a big question mark. And so, I don't know, man. This is a, an interesting storyline. Obviously, in the last preseason game, he's going to play all four quarters because he's got to prove it. <laughs> yeah, he has to. Um, and and I know there's a lot of people, who, like myself, earlier, before um, I had heard somebody kind of break it down. Why not just say, well, just use him as a wide receiver. Like we know he can, he can be out there. He can be somebody who can, you know, uh, put up numbers as a wide receiver. The issue is if he is a tight end and you're only using him on passing plays, the defense has a step up on you every single time because Mike yeah. Kosicki's out in the field. Like, you know, what's happening now. And, and you can't do that. You can't do that when half your offense are RPOs with Tua and deception plays with Mike McDaniel. You don't know if they're going to run the ball. You don't know if they're going to pitch it to uh, to Waddle or to Tyreek. Like you can't just have um, uh, uh, Gasicki out there when you're only going to pass him the ball because it ends up being what we saw last year, which was defenses knew Gasicki's on the field. The play is a pass play. You knew it right away. Yeah, he's got to become a more complete player. It's got to be a weird thing for Durham Smythe, right? Because it's almost like a. I was saying this last night to uh, to to Robbie. I was like, I uh, I was I was like, we may have ourselves for for our Heat fans out there. We may have like our, ourselves a Duncan Robinson, Max Strus situation. Yeah, it was like adorable going into last year. Oh, Duncan Robinson has Max Strus on his podcast. You're the uh, you know you're the cheap you're the cheap shooter. I'm the rich shooter. And now these guys who are good friends, they're roommates, best of friends. But now Durham Smythe may be coming up, you know, like a like a racehorse chasing mm -hmm. down Mike Gusecki. And so now all of a sudden we're in a situation where Durham Smythe, he's the starter. He's the guy. And Mike Gusecki is like looking at this and, you know, he, he may have all the dough, but now Durham Smythe, he may be in this, in this critical year 
where they're both looking for long-term deals. Maybe it's Durham Smythe who can sneak in there and become the, the, the guy the Dolphins really invest in. And the Dolphins paid Durham Smythe, I believe. Like, they re-upped his contract, uh, I, I think it was in the offseason or maybe last year at some point. And, and I remember Gesicki being one of these guys that was just, like, so happy for him. He deserves it. Uh, and, and, and now it's like, hey, hey, um, like, you, you, might be a, you, you might have been replaced by your boy. Crazy. That could be happening.